ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Kara Berry, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. Think of me as your friend and fellow busybody as I talk about everything under the pop culture sun from how to detect when maybe Chloe and Tristan are back together based on the types of IG stories she posts to recapping your favorite reality shows from Sister Wives to Vanderpump Rules, the Housewives Cinematic Universe, and the upcoming TLC show, Seeking Brother Husband. So check me out. Everyone's Business Line airs three times a week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. She would never combine red and baby blue. She's not a monster. It's the one <laughs> and only Teresa. That's very true. And hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? I'm doing so good because you would never combine red and baby blue. Who combines what? red and baby blue? <laughs> That's absolutely a ridiculous color combination. Horrible. Oh, my gosh. I'm I glad mean, we stick to the basics over here. Yeah, I'm not surprised looking at Gino's outfits. He, there was a lot of red and blue in this episode. More I don't know, red. More red. More red. Uh, it was Jasmine seeing red was the most <laughs> red in this episode. Also, all the red flags. All the red flags. Yeah. Red on red on red. But how dare you combine those two colors? Horrib- horrible. Horrible. <laughs> Nightmarish. Just go back to Michigan. Nightmarish. Red and baby blue pills. Although, yeah, those blue pills mm-hmm. are baby blue pills. Ooh. Because they would lead to a baby. Ah, uh, we're, we're going a little deep into what, this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so is Gino. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Guys, <laughs> we'll get there. What's up? Welcome. Welcome back. Thanks for tuning in. If you guys want to follow us on social media, you should do it. A lot of you guys are doing it. Some of you are not, but you should. Yeah. And you can follow us. At Married to Reality Pod on Instagram. It's a lot of fun. You guys message us and we love it. We try to post memes. We're good. We post <laughs> updates and we post all kinds of stuff. We share when you guys wear our merch. We love showing that off. So please keep tugging us. We there was definitely some memeable moments this episode. So oh, we'll we'll get to I that. I think we got to come up with some. We're covering oh, yeah. we're covering nineteen hundred shows right now, <laughs> yeah. and so the memes are sort of on the back burner. But I saw a couple things this oh, episode. Me too. Yeah, that we should absolutely meme. So if and when we do meme, it'll be at Married to Reality Pod on Instagram. The Facebook is back, so come on over there. Just search Married to Reality and the merch store and the merch store. I mean. Okay, that's MarriedToRealityPodcast.com. Click the button for the store. Yes, and guys, again, if you buy anything, take a photo and share it with us, and we'll share it with everyone else because we love seeing that. If you allow us to. We're not yeah, just going to auto- We're not going to just automatically share you. We're so polite. We always ask. Always ask. Always ask for permission. So that's Instagram. Also, make sure you guys are following us wherever you're listening to us, whether it's Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, it doesn't matter. It's so easy to follow the podcast. Just look down and smash that follow button. Guys, 
smash it like it's as hot as the new couple. Woo! Finally. Finally. Well, fired up over that new couple. I am so into this. <laughs> like he is out of control. I love a good catfish. Ooh, I love everything about this guy. <laughs> Not personally, just to he is hear a handsome, about it. He's a handsome man. Man, I wouldn't go that he's far. He's a handsome man but in his he's 50s. He's got some fifth Fifth pack, sixth pack. Fifth packs. <laughs> I hope you'll have a fifth pack in your fifties. I'll settle for a two pack <laughs> at this point. But <laughs> yeah, he's he's fit. We'll get into him in a yeah. little bit. But yeah, smash it like it's super duper hot. Also, if you're on Apple Podcasts, press that plus sign button. Ooh. Okay. And last but not least, <laughs> if you haven't left a review, please do. It means the world to us when you do it. It helps the podcast. It lets us know what you guys are thinking. So if you haven't left a review, please do. Yeah, we love it. We love it. Please do it, guys, because that usually makes not just our days. It makes our weeks. It has the potential to make the week. And as John said, we cover about 5,900 podcasts. <laughs> it's so growing. The fact that you take a moment, you write what you think, you support us, you show us your love. There is nothing else you can do for us that can support us more. Exactly. And speaking of reviews, speaking of amazing reviews, I got one I love to read. It comes to us from our friend, Scintillator2004. Hello, hello. Okay, a.k.a. Essie. Essie is her name. Five stars titled Dynamic Duo. That's love you, it already. That's you and I, the dynamic Ooh, dynamic. Uh -huh. Okay, <laughs> I love this couple. As a tried and true 90 Day Fiance fan, I was delighted to hear them make a guest appearance on Pink Shade. Shout out to Pink Shade. Shout out to Pink Shade. Shout out to Mary Payne and Aaron. Been listening to them ever since. John is hilarious. Okay. <laughs> Teresa is the ying to John's yang. What? They cheer me up every time. Can't, can't wait to hear more from this amazing couple. Signed, Essie. I love it. Woo! John is going to get that tattooed on his boobs because he's Ooh. hilarious. Uh, just because I don't have a six pack, it doesn't mean I have boobs. <laughs> Come I on mean, here. like chest. Oh, yeah, my chesticles. Guys, he does not have boobs. I have pecs. Strong pecs. Sure. Okay, but soon I will. I'm back like in the pack, gym. I'm working maybe. on it. I'm working on it. Okay. <laughs> thank you, Essie. Thank you super, so much. Super, super sweet. So thank you for listening and thank you for that review. All right. Before we get into the episode, what about a little 90 day, by the way? Always. Always love to hear something new. Couple of quickies here. Starting with, <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. Quickies? Well, like, not Hamza quickie. Just, okay. Okay. Just, you know, these aren't going to. Glad gonna, you clarified. I'm not going to go on for days about these. I'm more going to share some information that you can go check out yourself if you'd like. Okay. That's what these by the ways are for. Number one. And this is a big one. At least for a Silva junkie like myself, a Silva stan like myself. This is some big news. All right. If you're not familiar, there's a podcast. It's called Reality Life with Kate Casey. It's a pretty big reality TV podcast. They don't do recaps. It's interviews. And she gets some good ones. And this past week, Kate had on our girls Darcy and Stacy. Mm, for a little in-depth interview with the Silva sisters. And... First thing that comes up is why they chose Turkey for their mommy makeovers. Okay, okay. Because right? you're kind of wondering, why are you going to Turkey? Yeah. Especially in a pandemic. I was wondering the we're same. All, we're all wondering. Kate was wondering. She asked. Apparently, they were doing their research. They weren't settled on anywhere. They're both doing their independent research. And I guess it's twin tuition because they were both <laughs> 
searching at the same time, but separately. And they both stumbled upon the same clinic in Turkey and sent it to one another. And it was like, oh, wow. Like, that's what I found. That's what I found. Destiny. So it was destiny. They manifested it, twin tuition, (laughs) all the stuff, right? (laughs) And I don't know if we knew this actually, but the doctor they chose had experience doing plastic surgery on twins. Oh, wow. So they felt comfortable. They knew they'd come out looking the same because that's important to them. That's what they were going for, looking alike. Yeah. So that was interesting to hear. Then Kate asked a little bit about Stacy's sons, if we'd ever see them mm-hmm. on, on the small screen. She says, maybe they're a little, little more private. They're busy. They're 17 and 18 years old. They're always behind the scenes, but maybe they'll make an appearance one day. Wait a minute. Stacy's kids are older than Darcy's kids. Yeah. How, wait, didn't they get pregnant the same? No, maybe, maybe they I think Aniko is 16 and Aspen's 15. They're yeah. definitely not 17 and no, 18. They got, no, that's, they're 17 and 18. One's well, in college. Well, Stacey's kids. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. missing Darcy's kids. Yeah, they got divorced the same day or something. Maybe yeah. they didn't get pregnant the same day. Poor Darcy. Uh, she had to watch Stacy being pregnant without being pregnant. Oh, my gosh. Where were the cameras then? Oh, my gosh. So, <laughs> so then uh, this was fun. At the end, Kate goes, I love how you talk in TJ Maxx sign. Right. She's like, so I want to give you hypothetical situations and you tell me what you'd say to that person. Does she listen to our podcast? I think we all are aware that. Well, we are staying home goods. Yeah. <laughs> We're a little classier, Kate. Um, so she's like, all right, someone leaving their job. What would you tell them? What would be the TJ Maxx sign? And she's like, keep your eye on the prize. Keep your eye on the prize. <laughs> And then Kate's like, okay, not going to a toxic Thanksgiving dinner with relatives. And Stacy's like, you do you. Keep it 100. (laughs) (laughs) And then the last one was getting a vaginal reconstruction surgery. What would you tell someone getting vaginal reconstruction surgery? Keep it fresh. Keep it tight. (laughs) Keep it tight and right. Tight and right. Oh my God, this is pretty good. It, it was funny. So I won't reveal everything the sisters said. Check out Reality Life with Kate Casey if you want to hear it all. It was a good one. We love the sisters. We can't get enough we of them. We love the so sisters. Check it out. Okay, number two. Okay. Let's stay in the podcast world. Okay, because this is so bad, it's good. Okay. <laughs> Jesse. Jesse Meester, mm-hmm. right, of Darcy. He and has Jennifer. A, and Jennifer. He has a podcast. What? I don't know how I didn't know about this. It's called Life Talk with Jesse Meester. Okay. <laughs> a solid 1.6 rating on Apple Podcasts. Ooh. Jesse should be asking for reviews. <laughs> but asking for five-star reviews. Mm. Don't, don't judge a book by its rating. I'm because not. the Justin Bieber documentary that we love is like a one-star on IMDb. What? Yeah. Ugh. I think just trolls come at it. But we this, love the beeps. This is actually deserving of a 1.6 because let me just read you some of the episode titles. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no Nut November and Transcending Sexual Energy. Mm-hmm. Are you a morning or evening person? <laughs> and Magic the Gathering and the New Creator Economy. Um, speechless, okay. Speechless, right? I don't even know what to say. It's It's unbelievable. One episode that caught my eye was he did an interview with Maria. 
from Caesar and Maria. Oh, oi. So there were the rumors a while back mm-hmm. that the two were dating. I'm pretty of? sure I'm pretty sure they were banging because this was the only episode I listened to for like 10 minutes and they talk about how they met in Barcelona and I didn't listen to the whole thing. I couldn't. But it's basically Jesse trying to clear Maria's name and defend Maria saying, oh, she didn't use Caesar. Caesar's partially to blame for the whole thing. Jesse loves the 90-day leftovers. Yeah. (laughs) Right. So it was interesting to hear that a little bit. But I don't know. I... I found this out and I said, I can't keep this to myself. I got to let my no, friends. this is great. I got to let my friends know that Jesse's got a podcast called <laughs> uh, Life Talk with Jesse Meester. Very deep. Yeah. Um, he does talk about Darcy a little bit in that interview with Maria. And he says he needed to get his lawyers involved to keep Darcy away from him. Wait, but they weren't even engaged. I know. Apparently she was so obsessed with him. She wanted to keep pursuing him. She wanted him on the show and wanted to keep that relationship going. And Jesse was like, no, no. Well, there is one thing that I'm kind of surprised and not kind of, but let's just say Jesse is only been on 90 Day with Darcy for like two seasons until basically now when he's there with Jennifer. Right. However, he has like 1.2 million followers on social media that he gained while not being on the TV. That's he was like true. in the background, like he popped here and there when he talked to Georgie or he appeared right. on um, Bersol for yes. a little bit. But he wasn't actively on television until now, basically. He's a very polarizing figure and he makes his mark. He sure does. So... Good for him. The podcast doesn't sound too good. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but somehow he makes things happen on social media. So listen, good for him. Good for him. Jennifer's gorgeous, I guess. Yeah, beautiful. I guess good for him again. Good for him. <laughs> He's doing something right. <laughs> he is. So <laughs> probably not the podcast. No. That's okay. If I had to recommend one podcast to you guys out of these two, I would say Reality Life. But if you're into torturing yourself, check out... Life Talks with Jesse Meester. Why not? Give it a shot. Give it a shot. All right. That is 90 Day By The Way. How about we get into the reason we're here? Sunday night, 90 Day Fiance. Before the 90 days, 19 exclamation points. Oh, that's for sure. All the exclamation points. (laughs) This show, this season is so good. So good and knock it. Okay, let's not let's not jinx it we, because we've done oh out with this single life. So amazing. Yeah. Okay. So let's get into it. Let's start with Kim and Soldier Boy. AKA Usman. Kim's at the hotel. She's deciding which Soldier Boy shirt she's gonna wear today. And I just died laughing. <laughs> it's like it's like Doug funny. I don't know if you ever saw the Doug show, the cartoon. And you open up the closet and he just has the same outfit. Like seven sure. times. Is it like Mark Zuckerberg? Sort of. It's a, it's a green sweater vest and like oh, yeah, I think shorts or something. I think I know. I think wears, I know, Doug. He wears the same thing every day. Kim's got 19 Soldier Boy t-shirts. And my only question is, do you think she had to buy his merch? I think she definitely bought merch because she's supporting him. Because that's a huge tell that you're just a fan. If you are buying the merch with your own money... You're a fan. 
If oh, he's, yeah. If he's giving it to you, fine. Maybe he's like, here you go. As a friend, have some merch. Oh, she's a total fan. Please. I know she super hates fan. when someone calls her a super fan, but that's what she is. Yeah. And I'm surprised that she always like, oh, I have to look hot. I have to look sexy for Usman. Wear something else. Like, show your right. boobs. Right. You, you'd <laughs> think if she wants Soldier Boy to lay that pipe, she would try to sex it up. Instead... She goes with the classic USB Usman Soldier Boy T in baby blue, and she's looking like an aging camp counselor on the blue team. <laughs> right? The only saving grace here is that she didn't match that baby blue shirt with a pair of red pants. Because what kind of monster would put baby blue and red together? Yeah, she definitely looked like she works for Usman. Not that she's there to support him. <laughs> right. She looks like she works for Usman, not that she pays Usman. Yeah, <laughs> she sure does. So today oh, is too good. Today's the day. It's the Zara shoot. It's the Zara shoot. Soldier Boy's in his room. He's getting ready with his team, and they're going with the all black USB shirts. Mm. A bit of a uniform here. So Kim's gonna send out a little bit. Yeah, it looks like field day in middle school <laughs> when it's like the blue team versus the black team, and they're all wearing the same T-shirts. You guys had to wear T-shirts. Yeah, on- you had different colored teams. What? Oh, yeah. You didn't have field day and you... We had... did, but we could wear whatever our parents put on no. us. No. I mean, you didn't get official tees like they have here, but you had to go in your closet and go, I'm on the orange team. Let me find something that's what? orange. Oh, yeah. Never. Oh, we took it more serious than you guys Never. did. Never. We just had to hold hands with a the partner they put us together with, and oh. I hated it because they never let us hold hands with our friends. Okay. We kept like chatting too much. <laughs> there was always like a guy and girl, guy and girl, guy and girl. And I freaking hated it. What kind of events would you do for your field days? I don't know. Went to the museums, to fairs. That's not a field day. We had competitions. We were doing three-legged races. Oh, okay. Well, I wouldn't call that a field day. Egg on a spoon. You went on a field trip. That's what you're thinking of. Yeah, I guess. field day. You go out in the yard or... Yeah, we called it races. Yeah, okay. We were like racing around. Okay. So we called it field day. Okay. You were racing. And then we, yeah, we both went on field trips. We didn't have to wear uniforms on a field well, trip. I'm going to take back whatever I said. In my elementary school, we had to wear the same outfits for our gym class. Okay. That's true too. We, we had to we wear, girls had to have red shorts and white shirts. Yep. Guys had to have blue shorts and white shirts. And all of us were wearing the same ugly sneakers. Mm, wait, they gave you sneakers? No, we had to buy the same sneakers. Ooh. They were like this communist, communist sneakers. Communist Yes. <laughs> oh, I hated everything about it. We had to wear it. That's Czech, how old I am. The Czech wasn't communist when you were in school No, though. but we still were wearing the same outfits they wore 20 years before <laughs> us. Can we, get a, can we get a picture of that, please? I think my parents have some. We need a picture. As I got older, when I entered middle school, then my parents could buy me whatever sneakers I wanted and I could have worn whatever shorts I wanted. Our friends deserve a picture of this. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> they get to set and Soldier Boy's like, one of the reasons I brought Kimberly to the shoot is to test her jealousy. Okay, this is healthy. She's like, there's, he says, there's going to be a lot of young, beautiful women on set. I want to see how she acts. Well, also, Kim doesn't know that Zara is an actual girl in America that Usman still has feeling for. Feelings yeah. for. She, he told her that, oh, Zara is just a common name if at you, my favorite store. If you want to test her jealousy, 
tell her who Zara is. Literally. <laughs> Don't Literally. Just bring her to set. Be like, yeah, I wrote a song for this girl named Zara. I really like her, but she couldn't deal with all the other women in my life. But Usman tells Kim that she looks good. Kimberly looking good. Mm-hmm. And she's loving it. She's there to keep them organized. Yeah. So, so just in hair and makeup, he's, he's getting his hair done when the power goes out. And the stylist is like, well, he's good anyway. He looks good. He's done. And Kim jumps right into stage mom mode. She's like, no, no, no. You missed a spot. Like right here. You, you missed a spot. And you see that little shift in her where she becomes like a momager mm-hmm. a little bit. She says, if shit's going to be like this, the boss lady Kim is going to come out. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So then she loses it again when they're going through wardrobe because it's just a bunch of clothing stuffed into a suitcase. And she loses it and she loses it on the Soldier Boy's friends. Bad mass and slam tea. And they get mad. They're like, she's here to watch. What is she doing? Yeah. And I kind of get that. I mean, they've been a team for years, I think. Yeah. They've been shooting videos for years. They have a system. They have a plan in place. And you have this outsider coming in mm-hmm. trying to tell you how to do your job. Not cool. Well, as I always say, there is a way to say things, right? You have to read the situation and it comes to personal lives. It comes to work. She could have come and say, oh, gee, guys, like this is a little messy. Let me help you organize right. this. Let me help you find something for Usman. Let's do it as a team, right? And it would have been perfectly fine. She came in like a hurricane saying, this is unacceptable. You are embarrassment for a soldier boy. And they were like, what the fuck are you saying? You are here to watch, right? Yeah. Don't point out problems, create solutions. Yes. So it's time for the shoot. Soldier Boy, he's shirtless for the scene. He's with a model. It's getting sexy. And Kim is watching and saying, Ew, he doesn't touch me like this. Yeah, he doesn't touch you at all. She, yeah. she, what, did, what Xbox did she buy him? <laughs> <laughs> right? Is there a later model that I couldn't get? What what PlayStation did she get? Soldier Boy. Well, here's my question, right? Soldier Boy. He's trying to be an international superstar, right? He, he is. Wa- How dare you? All right, he is. He wants to come to the US and make it big. Hello, we do have a Soldier Boy in the US. That's a good We point. have the original Soldier Boy. <laughs> Correct have- me if I'm wrong. No, you are 100% right. So if he does come to the US, if he makes it to the US, he wants to be making music, he's not going to be making music as Soldier Boy because <laughs> our Soldier Boy is going to be like, oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. Yeah, so he's going to have to change his name. He should, should probably think, start thinking of the rebrand if he mm-hmm. ever wants to come west. That's a very good point. Right? Yeah. So they're shooting the video and Kimberly is on the side like Stacy when Florian is my <laughs> energy, energy, get your energy up. Manifest, manifest. Manifest, yeah. And just going nuts. And they cut and Soldier Boy and Kim, they go to sit down and talk and Kim is just shitting on Soldier Boy's team the entire time. And Soldier's not happy with them either, actually. Mm-hmm. So they kind of bond over this. And Kim calls, basically compares him to Michael Jackson because he was a professional and yeah. a, perfectionist a perfectionist as well. Yeah. Come on. Uh, yeah. Uh, 
All right. If, if you think so. I mean, she's got to be a little delusional to be in this situation in the first place. So for her to say something like that, it's not too surprising. Well, that's not the only crazy thing she said. Then she said, without me, this shit would have been a total mess. Yeah. We we don't know what she did other than yell energy yeah. a few times <laughs> and complain about the way Soldier Boy packed his wardrobe. But we do see some of the footage and it looks good. And that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. all, of, all of his videos look good. She hasn't been on the set for all of them. They know what they're doing. Yeah, it did look good. And I guess Kim was just there to stir the pot. Stir the pot. Yeah. <laughs> so they load into the van. Usman goes to sleep immediately on Kim's lap. Kim's lap. And it, it reminded me of when I would like leave my grandma's house when I was a kid and I would fall asleep on my mom's lap. Your mom was sitting in the bed? On the ride home. And I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe I just fell asleep against the car window. But It reminded me of me sleeping in my parents' car. But this is going to sound crazy, guys, but I didn't wear seatbelts in the car until I was like 15 or 16 when it became That's a thing. terrible. My parents didn't wear seatbelts either. Oh my, my mom gosh. did. She was the only one. My oh dad, my, my dad didn't wear seal, seed belts until like a few years back. Mm, okay. We don't recommend that here on this podcast. Put your seatbelt on. Yeah. So I was always sleeping in the back of the car. Yeah. I'm like, what's seatbelt? What is it doing here? Right. I was all over the place. Right. I was surprised like <laughs> Kim didn't put Soldier Boy into his pajamas before they got into the van. Like Wipe, okay. wipe his butt. Yeah. <laughs> so in the van, Kim starts apologizing for the way she acted. But Usman is being neglected, according to her. So here comes Momager. And they start yelling. Did you say manager? Momager. Like she's <laughs> the mom and the manager. She's the stage mom. Yeah. And they start arguing. Soldier Boy wakes up and he's like, okay, I'm going to be honest, guys. I'm not happy about the way things went. I'm kind of pissed. We're not here on vacation. We're here to work. And so him and Kim are on the same page. This was kind of a bonding moment between the two of them. Yeah, he's happy about Kim and how she handled things. And he feels like the relationship improved. Yeah. So let's see how long that lasts. I mean, we know they're not going to bang, but at least maybe he'll invite Kim over to play video games. Find like a two-person game that he they can should, both play. He should she bought it. Right. <laughs> so let's see. He's feeling better about Kim. Let's see how long that lasts. How about we move on to our next couple? Memphis, this couple started delivering. Memphis and Hamza, they are delivering. Who would have thought? You know, don't count them out too early, folks. They're here with some drama and some mm -hmm. entertainment. Memphis, she's been in Tunisia for a few days now, and they're going to get a little alone time. Well, they sit down at the restaurant or a juice bar, whatever that was. Uh -huh. But Memphis needs to poop. She needs to Poop. Yeah. Memphis needs to go poopy. After being with someone for four days, you're this oh just go to the freaking bathroom. Yeah, you don't need to telegraph it to the world. But it was out of control. She's like, I need I need to poop. My tummy, my tummy hurts. So Hamza brought her to the bathroom, sitting outside the door, ah. listening to them. <laughs> oh. I just, ah. like, like ba baby. Baby, how are you doing? You're done, baby? Yeah, they're talking to each other through the door. And it's like you can hear she's not done. Literally. Hamza. And Memphis is like, no, I'm not done. And Hamza goes like, good job. 
It's so childish. Oh my gosh. It goes back to her babying him and mm-hmm. talking like a baby and be like, oh, Memphis go poopy. Yeah, like potty time. Memphis needs the potty. Like, you guys don't wear diapers? I'm surprised you don't wear diapers. They should. You're such children. Because when she finished, she's like, me done. Yeah. Who the fuck talks like that? Ah, it was horrible. Very disturbing. You want him to act mature and act his age. Ha ha, <laughs> we're gonna get there. But you talk to him like he's a freaking baby. Very disturbing. Very disturbing. So she finally, yeah, she waddles out and they sit down to talk. And Hamza brings up Memphis's past. He wants to know more about her childhood. Mm hmm. And Memphis never really told Hamza about the past. No surprise there. They can't really communicate. So that's, <laughs> that's true. I don't even think he understands fully what she's saying because she starts telling him about like his mom had problems with drugs, but she's doing well now. Her dad, drugs too, selling drugs, prison. using drugs, prison. Did you see when she was talking about drugs, Hamza like does the, like rubs his nose? I didn't. He did the old uh, universal sign for cocaine. I don't think he does drugs. I oh, think he no, smokes he something, but smokes like cigars, hookah. cigarettes, hookah, yeah. yeah. I don't think he does drugs. <laughs> but he was just like, oh, like, oh. he rubbed his nose. <laughs> All right, Hamza, I see you. But he's sad and I'm... I'm curious if he fully understood what she was saying. I am sad. Because I feel like he understood drugs, mom, dad. You can you can make anything you want out of that. Maybe he thought, oh my gosh, her parents are still on drugs. Right, right. Either way, it's not good. No. So he's sad. But Memphis explains, yeah, this is why I worry about you leaving me. I have abandonment issues. I basically lost my mom for a while to drugs. I lost my dad to prison. I can't go through losing another person that I mm-hmm. love. Which I understand. Oh, I completely understand yeah. it. I completely understand it. But come on, does Hamza understand it? No. That's a good question because <laughs> he's just sad. I am sad. And if you use the words like abandonment, mm-hmm. I don't think he understands. But again, maybe you should have explained it better. Don't baby baby worried him right but say mom left me dad left me so she goes from yeah. baby him saying me poo poo me done to uh, so i was abandoned by yeah. my parents it's like <laughs> he just does not know what's going on <laughs> not a clue so then we cut to memphis and hamza at the apartment and you just hear memphis going like 26 he told me 28 <laughs> what not unless she's five three uh, 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 uh. So this is not as a, as such of a big deal as I thought it's going to be. I called it last time. I said, oh, man, he's younger. He's probably like 21 or 22, which mm-hmm. that I would understand would piss her off. Because when you're 21 or 22, you're not ready to get married or anything. And I know some people do get married. Good for you guys. But thinking back at when I was 21 or 22, Oh my gosh, I was not ready for anything. Well, not even that, but lying about seven years yeah. is way worse than lying about two years. I almost found it hilarious that he added two years. Right. Why did you add two years? That's, That's so silly. <laughs> Going from 25 <laughs> to 27 or whatever, because what happened was Memphis and Hamza's sister were talking and she was like, oh yeah, Hamza is three years older than me. And Memphis did the math and was like, oh, that makes Hamza 26, which makes me eight years older than him, which makes me two years older than I thought I was. And 
it's not a big deal. I mean, hi, it's like, nah, it's not a big deal. I, Get over it. I mean, I would be pissed if someone lied to me. Right. But I would be like, two years is not a big deal. If you told me that you were 26 instead of 28, it would have been fine. The lie is worse than the age discrepancy. Yes. And Memphis kind of said that too. She's like, I don't really care. I care that he lied. Right. What else are you lying about? Mm -hmm. If you're lying about this, what else is there? And there is more because now he's like, so are you actually doing heating and cooling energy? Which I literally died laughing because I think he Googled it. No, he we saw the degree. Uh, yes, but we cannot read Arabic. That's true. Because when, when uh, what's her name? Ra- Rabia. Rabia, Rabia, yeah. Came and Memphis was like, does he have a degree in heating and cooling? And she goes like, heating cooling like i don't understand <laughs> well yeah i mean that's not how you say it in arabic right so she, no but she he has some sort of a degree some he sort went of to degree. school for two years right right so that's good that makes memphis feel a little bit better because mm-hmm. she's questioning the whole marriage thing at this point she's like we're supposed to go start the papers tomorrow but this is a pretty big lie you told about your age but that lie would have come out when they did the paperwork. You have to put your birthday yeah. down when you do the paperwork. <laughs> so she would have found out sooner or later. I don't really understand the scam there. No, I, I don't know. I feel like some people just don't think. Right. And they maybe think at the moment they don't think about the consequences. And I'm sure when they were talking... The age came out probably their first conversation. There's no way Hamza thinks, oh, this girl's going to fly or, to or meet me. Hamza could have said like, wait, this is how we count. One, two, three, four, five, eight, seven, six. <laughs> He's like, me? 28. Sure. <laughs> well, he should have made up something. Here's here's the funny part is they ask Hamza, the producers ask Hamza, why did you say this? Why did you lie about your age? And he goes, I feel older. So that's why I said I was older. And he said he wanted to appear more mature to Memphis. But again, if you wanted to appear more mature, not to say you should have lied, you shouldn't have. But at least you should have booped it up like four or five years. Say you were 31. Right. You know, don't say. The two-year thing. two years. That's so silly. (laughs) Right. And again, if he was 17 and he had to bump to 19, I get it. It's like I'm going to go from illegal to legal. But what do you mean to illegal? Oh, you, if you're 17 yeah. in a lot of states, I, I don't think you can be seen as an adult. So you okay. are going to lie to say, oh, I'm old enough to yeah, be yeah, in a yeah. consensual relationship. But 25 to 27 makes zero difference. Yeah. I- <laughs> it's the dumbest lie <laughs> That's ever. why I la- laughed because it was so unnecessary. And it is good that Memphis is a little cautious now about well, if you lied about that, what else are you lying about? Mm-hmm. Because if you're going to lie about stupid things, you may be a pathological liar. Yes. I have a friend. I'll consider him a friend still. I I think I know who you you're know who talking I'm about. about, to about? Talk about? Oh, the, my God. The guy who gave us popcorn for our wedding. Yes. So, we still have the popcorn and it's been over two years. <laughs> like so just bags. picture how big that bag of popcorn was. So I went to college with him and he's a pathological liar. And he would lie about the dumbest things. We would be watching TV and there was some hockey rink on. It was like true life. I want to be a hockey player or something. And it would be this rink and he would go, oh, yeah, my buddy owns that ice rink. (laughs) 
And I would be like, oh, cool. Like, I have no reason not to believe you. Yeah. And he'd be like, yeah, you know, I went to high school with him. And then at the end of the episode, I found out like the rink was in California or something. I was like, there's no way. <laughs> so I'd call him out and he'd go, yeah, I know. I was just lying. I'm like, why do you lie? Some he goes, people are pathological liars. He goes, yeah. I just like to see what I can get away with. I'm like, that is so terrible. Why did you invite him to our wedding? I, I mean, we became friends. Yeah, we. He, by the way, he almost ruined our wedding, guys. He almost guys. ruined our wedding. <laughs> yeah, had a little too much fun, a little too much to drink, maybe something else, maybe, who knows. He was trying to steal the show he, and we, almost uh, ruined the wedding. Long story short, we lost power for our entire wedding weekend. We were running our venue on generators. The whole venue, guys, two buildings. Yeah, an inn, a barn, and we had string lights over the barn and this buddy of mine got so drunk he was dancing he threw his jacket into the air and it landed on the string lights and got caught on the string lights and we thought oh my gosh this is gonna rip the lights out we're gonna blow the circuit of the generator Mm -hmm. and it's gonna be ruined but luckily it came down he got sick ran outside threw up and we never saw him again true <laughs> but I, I just say all that to be like, yeah, if you're lying about dumb shit, what else are you lying about? Because maybe yeah. you just like to lie. It's red flags. 100%. Okay. Whew. I think we need to take a quick break and we'll be right back. All right. We're back. We're ready to keep this hot mess express rolling <laughs> straight to Panama with Gino and Jasmine. Gino and Jasmine. Woo, this was a good segment. We watched the previews on Friday for this, guys. The this first is the look. segment we saw. And I was like, this is absolutely amazing. She is so nuts. <laughs> so nuts. I don't yeah. even know how else to describe her That besides being absolutely nuts. She's bonkers. Yeah. she's. Uh, they're at the gym. Okay, they're at the hotel gym. And let me update you guys because we talked a little bit about the couple I was working out with the other week that were kissing between each set. If you remember mm-hmm. that, I have an update, a little bit of an update. So I was at the you gym. You didn't even tell me. I was saving it for the pod. Ah, saving okay. it for the pod. So I was at the gym a couple of days ago and I'm working out and I see her walk in and I'm like, no, here we go again. <laughs> Get ready. And she starts working out and she's alone. And I'm like, thank goodness. He's not here, right? I don't have to deal with these awkward makeout sessions Mm -hmm. every set. So I'm working out and I hear her talking. And I'm like, wait, what? Who is she? Is she on the phone? Who is she talking? Oh my God. Who is she talking to? And I see her holding her phone and she's FaceTiming her boyfriend. Get out of here. While she's working out. And so I'm like, this is ridiculous. Finish the call, get over it and get back to working out. So she puts the phone down and I'm like, okay, it's done. And I hear her keep talking. Oh my gosh. And I look over and she's FaceTiming him. She's propped him up on the side of the machine. Oh my gosh. So that he can watch her work out. People are just too much. What are you doing? people. The entire hour she was there, he was just watching her work out. And then she would talk to him between sets. Isn't that, oh my gosh. Isn't that obnoxious? It's very obnoxious. And it's psychotic a little bit. Like he's got to keep her eye 
or his eye on her or some there's some trust issue or Unless something. He's a personal trainer and that's how they met. Ooh. See, I didn't think about that. I don't think but so. Why isn't he there with her? If you're a personal trainer, I think you would respect the gym a little bit more than to be having makeout that's sessions in between each set. That's a good point. Right? Now this is horrible. I hate I hate people who come to the gym, they get on the treadmill or the elliptical or something, and they're on the phone talking. Right. I hate it. You're not Why? getting a good workout if you're busy having a conversation. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about Gino and Jasmine because they're at the gym. She's working off her frustration from mm-hmm. that failed Christmas gift exchange. But to say they, when they got to the gym, Jasmine looked at Gino and said, sit here. <laughs> Like, down he boy. is her dog. Down boy, down. He is her dog, and he is her dog that she doesn't really like. Right. Which is horrible. <laughs> Who doesn't love dogs? <laughs> and I love that Gino's just watching, sitting there watching, going, show me how you do it. Like, is this is this considered a set? Is that one set? <laughs> he looks ridiculous sitting there with his ugly sandals on, what? just like sitting on the bench watching her. I was like, Oh my gosh, this is so awkward, so uncomfortable. What are you working on today? And even Jasmine's like, I'm used to working out alone. And Gina goes like, <laughs> I understand. And Jasmine dogs him again saying, good boy. <laughs> what is this relationship? <laughs> Do you mind? Like, can you please just watch quietly? If you want to masturbate, that's fine. But like, stay in the corner and be quiet. Gina's like, Okay. He, that was a good Gina voice. <laughs> was it? I wasn't even trying that time. Okay. Okay. He, uh, he, I don't even know. I, I, like, I don't have words. Yeah. Oh, it's, forget the custom t-shirts. Jasmine should have got him a leash. I'm pretty sure she did. She might she have a leash. They use it in the bedroom, I'm sure. You know how kids have the backpack leashes? Yeah. Yeah, that's what probably Jasmine has for Gina. I would not be surprised. Yeah. No. Shout out to Nicole Azen and May. She treats him like a tiny kid or a dog that did something very wrong. Yeah. Like a dog that peed on her favorite pair of shoes. I thought you were going to say peed on her. I was like, no, she'd probably be into that. Oh, maybe. (laughs) But this is just horrible. And, okay, this cracked me up. Why does the camera keep zooming into Gino's food? I mean, they, they keep zooming into different body parts. It was like to the feet, to Jasmine's ass. It was just very, it was, yeah. It was I get macro Jasmine's shots. ass, but yeah, I got it, Gino's too. ugly sandals with his naked feet. Inappropriate footwear for oh a gym. Inappropriate footwear for life. Yes. So they're there. Jasmine brings up how she's disappointed with the Christmas gift. Listen. I'm pretty sure my dad has a similar pair of sandals. At least he's married with an awesome child. I mean, he's not a fashion icon. No, but I mean, my dad can pull it off sometimes. Yeah, okay. Uh, I buy him cool shirts okay. with bands. That's very true. But anyways. Yeah. My dad is married with a child. He's not trying to get laid. You have to earn the right to wear those sandals. Yes. <laughs> so, okay. so you're good dad. However, Gino. Ew. Yeah, you'd be better in like water shoes or something. Those would be cooler. Put anything, put flip flops on. Right. That would have been better than right. these sandals. So, okay. Jasmine's pissed about the Christmas gift so much so that she had to make it up to herself by booking a four night trip to an island in Panama. 
four nights for two and a half thousand American dollars. Did you forget this guy couldn't afford five hundred dollars worth of clothes? Did you forget that this guy has been unemployed for seven months? Yeah, I mean, if that's not a red flag, and she mixed said, with baby blue. I am making him pay for this. So I picked something extra expensive because he gave me this toothbrush. I would be like, all right, see you later. I'm going home. Enjoy your life. 100%. That's not a relationship or that's not a healthy relationship. No. Yeah. It's you plan hard to believe. things together. We, you guys know we travel quite a bit. We like to travel. I would never just plan a trip. Be like, hey, I planned a trip for $5,000. We were paying for it. No. Yeah, you're we plan paying it for together. It. We plan it. We pay it. But we both agree on this. Yeah. And if you do pay for that and go along with it, Gino, you are just going to encourage that behavior over and over and over again. Oh, he is on this un- invisible leash already. Yeah. <sighs> It's it's sad to see. Because he is going to pay for it. Because Jasmine said, you bought more expensive trips for your other biatches. <laughs> How does she know? Like, did Gino show the receipts to her? I don't know, but I'm sure if she asks, he answers. Probably. Gino says, okay, you're worth it. And Jasmine's like, good boy. Good obedient. Now stop humping my leg. He's just watching his savings disappear. Mm, yeah. Which is so sad for someone who's unemployed. I know, but he's got to be responsible for this a little bit. You don't need to be flying to Panama, staying in a posh suite if you're unemployed. You could be home looking for work. He could have bought her a, let's say, Swarovski necklace for like $150, right? Yeah. For some reason, Swarovski is really big everywhere outside of Europe. I guess it's kind of big in Europe too, but it's portrayed as like more expensive. Mm Mm-hmm. Could have been one hundred and fifty dollars, Gino, not two and a half thousand. Well, that's Jasmine who's demanding the twenty. Yeah, but not. she's saying yes. I picked something extra expensive because he didn't give me anything for Christmas. Well, he's just thoughtless. I don't think yeah. it's monetary. I think he's just not thinking. Like if he was thinking, I got you this toothbrush for Christmas. Give it to her on Christmas. Yes, but also don't thinking. give your girl. A toothbrush for Christmas. No. Or it could be a stocking stuffer. Maybe it's yes. one part of a gift. Yes. But if that's the only thing. Yeah. Yeah. Not good. Yeah. So Gino's like, okay, you're worth it. I want to take you somewhere that I'll knock your socks off. Then we can both wear atrocious sandals like I do. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna say something <laughs> like he already knocked his socks off. <laughs> so Jasmine's not completely happy though. She can't ever be completely happy. She's still pissed about Gino's decorations. Who's going to combine red and baby blue, right? What was she thinking? Yeah, she basically, I was watching this whole thing thinking, poor Gino, literally. Zero money, jobless Gino. And poor Gino because I am sad. she treats him like, oh my gosh, horribly. Anyways, Jasmine's like, I deserve all this. I right? deserve to pick the colors. Why? <gasps> Why do I deserve to pick the colors? Because I sucked your D more in a few days than your ex did in seven years. Wow. While she's doing all this, <laughs> saying like, I deserve to pick the goddamn fucking colors. She's like yelling at him, like absolutely losing it, mm-hmm. crying. 
And this she is, was just sitting there staring at her like a sad dog. This is the stuff I want to see at the gym. Forget mm-hmm. the makeout session. I want to <laughs> see this. Come on. Ooh. This is exciting. This will get you fired up. Gina's like, don't say nasty stuff like that. Oh. Don't say, don't be nasty. He's nasty like, girl. are you ducking her? Ooh. I'm reading my, thanks to my iPad. <laughs> oh, good. Your autocorrect keeps it PG. Yes. Yeah. Like, are you ducking her? Yeah. Jasmine, of course, thinks Gino's defending her. Mm-hmm. Right. She's like, just call the biatch and stay with her. What biatch are we talking about? I don't know. His ex Ugh. from however long ago. Who knows? So Gino's like, this is the craziest I've ever seen Jasmine get. And it's starting to worry me a little bit. Like, this is how our mm-hmm. life's going to be together. But Yasmin sees it differently, she says. You always make me look crazy. Meanwhile, she's, like, losing it. Oh, no. She completely makes herself look crazy. She's bawling her eyes out. She's like, this is so painful to tell me he likes the colors that they pick together. And she, like, her voice gets on on this. Oh, yeah. She's... <laughs> He's the he's the Benjamin to her more. He's the Sherwin to her Williams. Like he, he, he likes the colors that she picked. I don't know why I went like Seinfeld. What's the deal with that? She's like, that's how painful to tell me he likes the colors he picked together with that bitch. <laughs> so it's like I just want to go home. A relationship ruined over paint colors, folks. Only on 90 Day Fiance could this happen. Really bad paint colors. Yeah, she's not wrong. It's a terrible no. combination. Gino just should have said, you know what? The colors are bad. Hey, baby, you can pick new colors. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, oh boy. So my, crazy. Favorite, my favorite vi- visuals. <laughs> we got to meme this. Back to the hotel room. Gino is sitting alone in the bed, like his hands tucked under a blanket. Wearing his hat. Wearing the clothes he was wearing at the gym and it's the whole day. It's a wide shot. So you just see him. He looks so small, so diminutive, just sitting there in bed like a sad puppy. Not even a puppy. He looks like, um, oh my gosh, what's the word? When you play board games and you have those little, the little figures you move around. Okay. What do you call it? I'm not sure. Like Monopoly pieces? Or? Yeah, he looks like a little little game board piece. He just like tucks in the bed. <laughs> or like a... That's um, a weird reference. When you bowl. Okay. Like a pin? Yes. Like a with a hat on? <laughs> when you just like shove it in your bed for whatever reason. Okay. And he's just sitting there and being all sad. And Jasmine comes back. Still crying. Still crying. She's like, I'm sad because Gino's living in the past. His house, his life, it's stuck in the past. And she admits, and this is big of her, it's something we've known since episode one. Mm-hmm. She's like... Even though I act all confident, here's a secret. You guys probably didn't know. I'm a scared animal. Surprise, no surprise. shit, Jasmine. No shit. Jasmine, you're insecure. You show what? Us. You show us every single episode. I can't believe you're insecure. Yeah. She's scared to have her heart broken again. So she's like, we need to slow down. We got to stop talking about kids. Let's stop talking about moving in together. If you want, go back on your website and find another stupid woman like me. Well, she sits down on the couch. Gino comes and says he wants to fix this. 
He wants to talk about how they can fix it. And he actually got a little bit of balls. Ooh. Like a half a ball grew Ooh. on him. Baby blue balls. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I want to work it out. Like he drops the F word here and there. And Jasmine said, okay, but you're not allowed to talk anything good about any of your exes. <laughs> or you are forbidden to talk about your past trips they don't and exist anymore. Your exes don't exist anymore. And Gino agrees. And he's like, let's just focus on us and the kids. No, that's smart. I'm glad he was like, okay, yes, all I want is you. Because if he tried to win yeah. this argument, if he tried to defend this argument, no. <laughs> that no, would not have ended no. well. But he said, let's just focus on us and the kids. Boom, okay. Boom, boom. So this is where Jasmine says, okay. And uh, if I lied to you a little bit, and Gino's like, wait, what? Lie? About what? And Jasmine goes, well, you've been taking some pills, and I've been taking some (laughs) pills. I've been taking birth control pills because I'm afraid of getting pregnant. Yeah, but Gino and the relationship they have, that's probably the smartest thing she's done. It's a sign of maturity and responsibility, if you ask me. Because it shows, oh, I'm not just looking for an anchor baby. I'm not just looking to get pregnant so he'll stay with me and fund my trips and clothes. And no, she's like, this is a real relationship and this relationship's not ready for kids yet. So she told Gino, well, I'm on the pill because we didn't know each other before. We never met. I wanted to be, we're not ready for kids. And just to remind you guys, he's been there for a few days now, right? So Gino looks at her and says, do you feel like you still need them? Uh, Absolutely, Gino. It's been a few days and all you've done so far is fighting. Yeah. She 100% needs to keep taking the pills. Yes. The worst thing you could give her would be a child. And there's another thing that really cracked me up. Jasmine feels relief because she told the truth and then she looks at Dino. Dino, Gino, and says, okay, I'm ready to nap. <laughs> and she goes in and naps. Yeah, she's probably exhausted from the working out, the screaming, the crying. And she literally lays down and she starts napping. Sleep like a baby. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, this she's out of relationship is absolutely bonkers, but I'm here for it. Oh, it's my favorite couple. I think it's my right favorite now. couple too. So good. Okay. Well, let's talk about a new couple. Oh my god. And gosh. I use the word couple lightly. Because I don't ever think they will couple. But it's Ben, a new character, 52, from Michigan. Fraser, Michigan. And supposedly, Mahogany, 24, (laughs) San Bartolo, Peru. So we meet Ben. He's got the body Caleb wishes he had. This guy for 52, for 42, for 32, he is in shape. Let me ask you this. When we started this podcast and we said, hey, there is going to be another couple. I'm pretty sure either you said that he was homeless or you read it that he was homeless. He doesn't seem like he was homeless. He doesn't address it yet. And maybe he will. But yeah, I read, I think, that he was homeless at some point in his life and then became this fitness model. Well, it didn't seem like it based on his story, which is absolutely nuts. So let's talk Bonkers. about it. Yeah. Ben is optimistic. He is a hard worker and he loves taking care of his body. Mm-hmm. His words. He's a fitness model, <laughs> which 
is a 180 for him. And here's where it gets good because he grew up in a fringe religion of a mainstream Baptist denomination that he says was very much like a cult. And he was raised believing his body was sinful and almost evil. Wild. I was just staring at the screen. We had to rewind a few times because... We rewound it like nine times. What is that religion? I don't know. He didn't get too into no, it. I'm definitely going to research because I'm like, what? Right. The church controlled him and his family. He couldn't watch TV. He couldn't go to the movies. He couldn't have friends outside of the church. It's, as he said, very cult-like. But he just realized this recently because growing up, he's like loving this church. Let me become a pastor. Right. And so he did. And he married his church ministry partner. Yes. They have four kids. Uh-huh. But surprise, surprise, issues. <laughs> yeah, right? A little a couple of marital issues came up. So seven years ago, they left the church to work on their marriage because in their religion, there is no such a thing as divorce. Right. Like, you're going to go straight to hell. Straight you, to hell. Yeah. So they left the church, tried to work it out, but it didn't happen. So he filed for a divorce, right? Yes. So and yeah, you go. <laughs> he left he left his he left his wife and the church after this, right? So he's kind of lost. He's lonely. He goes on a few dating sites, but because of his religious background, he didn't totally understand that whole world. He was not a pro like Gino was at those websites. So he took a year and a half off of dating. But a couple months ago, he met the most remarkable woman he's ever met in his entire life online. Who? <laughs> Mahogany. <laughs> Mahogany. And as I said before, Mahogany is 24. She's from San Bartolo, in, Peru. In quotations, she's 24. Supposedly. <laughs> from Peru. They've been talking for a few months and Ben feels like they're soulmates. To be exact, they've been talking for three months. I think he's actually gave the exact number of days. And I didn't write that down because I'm like, that's ridiculous that you've counted it day by day by day. And I was curious and he literally answered my question right away. I was like, how did they connect? Like, What's the connection? She's very young. Mm -hmm. They connected because they both have love for the Lord, oh. which he's loving. He's loving this loving because the Lord. it's refreshing after him being lost in these dating websites and didn't know how to navigate. There is someone who feels the same, right? And it's big that they are on the same wavelength there because Ben isn't interested in sex before marriage. So you got to find a woman who's down for that too. Mm -hmm. Who is down not to F. Who's, yeah, who's not down for the D, right? D-N-T-F. Not D-T-F, N-D-T-F. <laughs> yeah. Someone put that on a bumper sticker. N-D-T-F. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like another crypto investment. Mm -hmm. N-D-T-Fs. Yeah, I'm into N-D-T-Fs. So in a week, Ben's going to go to Peru to... What he thinks, meet Mahogany in person for the and first time. And he wants time. to marry her. Mm -hmm. Of course, because yeah. he wants to bang. You got to marry before you bang. So he's going to speed that up. I think he just wants to find someone who's going to love him and be the one person, the person he chooses himself. Because it seems like until now, he was just forced to do things, right? But this is... Let's be honest, we've only known him for 10 minutes, but he's a good looking guy. He seems relatively 
He seems somewhat educated. He's got, I think, a decent head on his shoulders, a decent house, a decent job. He could find a woman in Michigan. Wait a minute. What's his job? Fitness model. Yeah, that's know. not a decent job. The second <laughs> no, he think, gains a couple of pounds, that's over. Well, that's true. But that means he's going to stay in shape for you and for his work. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe. But let's say it's a decent job. Let's I don't say it's think. A decent job. No, I don't think it's his only source of work because I'm pretty sure he said someone at my job told me I could make a few hundred dollars modeling. So maybe. I, so I think he's. That's a side hustle. Well, for him. he has a house. That's He's got a, good a sign. nice looking house. Yes. So I think he could find a woman in Michigan. There's just one thing I'm going to say. He is so naive mm. for someone in his 50s. It's also, it's also Gino. It's also uh, Gino, but it's also the way he was raised. He was raised in this cult yeah. that wouldn't let him watch TV or go to the movies. Of course, you're going to be naive. You weren't exposed to the real world. I know, but now he is. So I almost feel like a reality check. Hey, Right. Well, luckily, he has some friends who sees things differently. And luckily, Ben doesn't care. So let's talk about it. Him (laughs) meeting his friends. He meets up with his friends for lunch who they know nothing of mahogany. Mm -hmm. And Ben's like, yeah, I'm cutting cows right now. Want to look good for something coming up. I wish I was discommitted. I wish I could cut the cows we enter a restaurant, I'm like, French fries, hamburgers. Yeah, we're we doing apps. What are we having for apps, guys? <laughs> yeah. So Ben's like, there's this girl, Mahogany, and I'm going to be meeting up with her soon. And Ben goes, she's a bit younger than me. She's 24. Yes. Friends are like, uh, okay. So they ask all the right questions. Have you spoken on the phone with this woman? Twice. That's that's good. Okay. Twice in three months. So is, far. Is it good? No, but at least it's one. Once would be better than I expected. So twice is good. But here, here it's where it, I realized how naive Ben is. Mm-hmm. He said no video chat, but there's a great reason for it. Uh, She's very shy. Great reason. She's so shy <laughs> that she can't go live on video, but she can send videos. I was just hitting my head against the wall. This is the that naivete mm-hmm. front and center right here. Yeah, but not completely naive. He made Mahogany send him a video. Okay, so at least he's like, oh, you don't want a video chat? Send me a video. And I'm so happy that the friends <laughs> want to see it because show I want to see show it. Show us, show us. In ben. the video. Yeah. That is... Ma- a mahogany, a nice-looking girl with a ton of filters on, mm-hmm. saying, Buenas noches, it's mahogany here, yeah. it's mahogany here. And that's where it ends. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> and his friends are like, oh, I don't, I don't know. It seems a little fishy. It looks really kind of good. And Ben goes, well, she has a really good camera. That's his excuse. That's, oh, my God. Yeah, she's got a great camera. That's why it looks like that. On the naivety level, zero to 10, he's like 15. Through the roof. And then it gets worse because we find out she's asked Ben for a loan. Well, he's like, she never asked me for money. She asked me for a loan. Was the loan to buy bigger (laughs) red flags? Like, what what do you need here, Ben? And this is, let's not forget. Oh, my gosh. Three months. Like, when did she ask for the loan? If you guys have been talking for a year and then, oh, I fell in some hard times. 
can I ask you for a loan? I know it's uncomfortable, but I really need it. No. The reason she started talking clearly was for money. If you're asking for money this soon into the relationship, that's what the relationship's all about. Did I ever ask you for a loan? No. You asked <laughs> no. me to leave you alone, but that's about it. I never did no, that either. Never, no, you never did. We love being together. <laughs> and then we learn more. Ben's been catfished before. He goes, and I am not surprised. He goes, turns out it was a man from Africa. You got you guys know Superstar Soldier Boy, right? Yeah, you got me too. You got me. And all I got was this stupid t-shirt. I freaking died laughing again, once <sighs> again on this episode, but he's so naive that I'm not even surprised. No, his friends are trying to give him good, solid advice, and he's not listening at all. He's like, I want to marry this woman. I'm in love. God led us to be together. And he's gonna tell his kids tomorrow. So let's cut to the next day. Where Ben's trying to learn Spanish, and it sounded like Duolingo to me. There was that little ding ding sound at the end. I was like, oh, I think that's Duolingo. Been there, done that. You should, you should get I'll, back I'll, to it. I'll start again. But I was just going to say, finally, someone's doing it. Because he says, Mahogany doesn't really understand English, so I'm trying to learn as much Spanish as I can. Thank you. Yeah, but he's learning it like a day before he's supposed to go. Why didn't well, you start learning months ago? Because he's only known her for three months. I know. So why are you just learning now? <laughs> I guess better late than never, but you should have started. As soon as you started sending her money, you should have started learning mm-hmm. her language. So oh. then we learn Ben has to tell his kids, right? For the first time. They don't know anything about this. Mm-mm. Including his ex, Lisa, because yes. Mahogany is going to step into the stepmother's shoes. Yeah. And I know we have outfits, the segment, sadness, the segment. Let me just firm this up and, and create this new segment, furniture, the segment. Okay. Because we talk all the time <laughs> about how what's out is in, what's in is out. There's leather couches around bonfires, right? <laughs> Here we go again. Ben had like wooden dining chairs Outside on his patio around his uh, outdoor I'm table. I'm pretty sure he just brought it from the inside. I, hey, I'm going to call it out when I see it because we, I see, love it a, it. Do we it. see it a lot on 90 Day Fiance. Misplaced furniture. Here's another example of that. What's the segment called? Furniture, the segment, I think. Love I'll, it. I'll furniture, with, the segment. I'll come up with a better name. But <laughs> <laughs> so, so they're eating and Ben launches into his speech about the ups and the downs that the family has been through. And then he just drops the bomb. I've fallen in love with a woman from Peru. She's 24 and we're planning a future together. Joy isn't very joyful. (sighs) Joy is the 14 year old. I think she's the youngest one. I was going to say, who's Joy? She's the, I only got two names. I got Joy 14 and Elijah 20. There was one more kid. I didn't see the name or the age. Okay. I got Lisa, the ex. Yeah, I get Lisa the X. But anyways, Joy wasn't very joyful. (laughs) (laughs) No one at that table was. And Ben says, I'm going to go down there to explore who she is in person. This is God's plan. Shout out to Drake. This is God's plan. (laughs) (laughs) I do like that song. (laughs) But we learned something else about Ben. Not that he was only catfished by a African man. Yes. He also was engaged to a woman who was 18 years younger. They almost got married, but she didn't like that he spent so much time with his kids. Red flag. So that that didn't work I mean, red flag 
for her. That's good that he called it off. Yeah. It would have been super terrible if he was like, that's fine. I'll choose you over my kids. Because we've kind of seen some people do that on 90 Day Fiance. Yeah. Yeah. So at least he broke that off. But yeah, he's clearly got a thing for younger women. Yes. Lisa is not on board. Apparently, their relationship is very cold. She's still processing the divorce. So obviously, she's not like... Michael's ex-wife, you know, Michael and Juliana. Juliana. Yes, Sarah. Yes. Yeah. Michael and Sarah, besties. Max and Cece, love those kids. Yes. So yeah. this is very different. <laughs> this is very different. Everyone is concerned. No one's feeling good about it. But Ben's like, well, let me show you how hot she is. And then tell me what you think. Joy, once again, says, this is the most fake photo I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is when Ben goes, oh, no, she has a really good camera. This is when it was. I thought it was with the friends. Yeah. Oh, Ben. Yeah, well, she's got a really good camera, kids, okay? We All right, you ever hear of an iPhone another- 10? <laughs> we should start another segment, Naivety the Segment. Yeah, Catfish the Segment, Naivety the Segment, yeah. So many, so many naive people, but uh, loving it. This could fall it. under sadness, the segment, because, w- listen, we've been proven wrong before. Lana exists. Hashtag Lana exists. Maybe Mahogany does too. And Caesar's girl was her face. Maria. Maria existed too. Yeah, exists. so we could be wrong, but come on. Come on. I'm excited I, to find out. I think Mahogany is about 45 years old. I probably. Think Ma- I think Mahogany is another Yahoo boy, potentially. Yeah. Although, no, they talked on the phone. Yeah, so I you, think. Okay, she's a female. Mm-hmm. Let's. Assume, unless there's apps to change your voice, but female, uh, maybe she's friends with whoever the girl in the picture is because she sent a video of her. Yeah, also, she could have found it on social media. Please, have you ever watched Catfish? Mm, more than I care to admit. So we know that it's very easy. You find an account that you're like, oh, look at this girl posting video, posting pics, looking good. Yeah. Let me steal it from her. The video, and again, if I had to put my money down, I'm going to say she's not who she says she is. But that video is not just a video you would post to your Instagram. Oh, I'm mahogany. Like, who would post that? It's kind of a random thing or to just post. Or it's like a steal. dating site. Mm, that's true. I don't know what it is. I don't think mahogany is real. Or if she is, that's not her. But hey, as you said. Stranger things have happened. Yes. Okay. Do we have one more couple here? One more. Mike and Jimena. <laughs> love this couple. Love this oh couple. Oh my gosh. They're getting some alone time. They're walking through coffee country. And Beautiful. They have a lot to talk about because remember last time when they were swimming in that public pool and Jimena had to break the news that she could not have kids and Mike was heartbroken and he was in tears. So they need to talk about that. You can see that Mike is still upset. Oh, he his world has been rocked. Mm-hmm. He doesn't care about the coffee at all, yeah. which is beautiful. He's just like... He's like, wait, what? I told you I wanted to have kids. You didn't tell me before? Mm-hmm. He's trying to figure out if they still have future together. So Jimena says, look, I suffered a lot. When I was pregnant, I had a lot of pain. I was scared. And I didn't think that I would ever have a partner again because I was upset with men. So I got the surgery because who knows? Who knows how many more kids I would have had? Mm-hmm. Maybe I would have had kids 
without a dad even. So that's why I did it. It's like, Amanda, you don't need surgery to keep your legs shut, do you? Well, we learned something that I'm like, wow. Um, basically, Mike says, I heard about people who had their tubes tied and untied and were able to have kids. Yeah, if if the knot isn't tied too tight, I heard you could just untie it. Apparently, somehow, as you can... What Michael Scott did in the office. Uh, vasectomy? Oh, vasectomy. Snip, snap, snip, yeah. snap. <laughs> snip, snap. Yeah, well, you can just untie it. That's, that probably would be possible, I guess, but not with Jimena because yeah. she did not have her tubes tied. She had them cut and burned. So there are no tubes. Which is what she said the first first time but we all just kind of thought okay well maybe mm-hmm. she got her tubes tied they were cauterized and she's just using those words but i guess it's different i guess yeah, she so there is no burned. no way back right so mike says well if you knew i wanted kids one day and you knew you couldn't have kids how did you think this was going to work well he man i said well you know what about juan david and Harold <laughs> Steve? <laughs> loving the names yeah and This really upset me. Like, come on. You're trying to guilt Mike into being their forever father. This guy just met him. He just met you. And now Mm -hmm. you're like, okay, well, we can't have kids together. But uh, what about Juan David and Harold Steven? Like, that's not enough for you? You can't just be their father? You, You greedy son of a bitch? You want kids of your own? Come on. And Mike says, no, I love them as if they were my own. And I don't want to hurt them. So, yeah, two thumbs up to Juan David and Harold Stephen. Jimena starts crying and is like, I'm sorry, forgive me for not being able to give you a child. And Mike just goes, it's okay. We can raise Harold Stephen and Juan David together. (laughs) What a sucker. Mike, I'm sorry. You're a nice guy, but you're a sucker. You fell for it. You're not getting what you want. You're giving her everything she wants. Yes. Well. Let's see. Let's see what's next because we're home and the whole family's there again, which makes me think, I think they live there. Oh, yeah. It must be a community right? house. And yeah, they're, they're always there in the morning too, <laughs> right? <laughs> they're always just sitting on the couch. So yeah, it's, it's the new day and Mike and Jimena, they're heading out on a trip to Salento. Yes. A romantic getaway just for the two of them. So the family is not coming this time. Thank goodness. And Finally. Here's, here's a red flag. Right? This, is, this season, this franchise should be renamed to 90 red flags. But <laughs> Mike's like, I want to get to know Jimena better because I plan on marrying her. How do you say you're about to marry someone and then in the same breath say you need to get to know them better? You're all backwards. Get to know someone and then decide you want to marry them. But that's everyone on 90 Day. Know, that's, that's what the show is about. That's ridiculous. Why are you even? I don't know. I'm, I forget <laughs> sometimes, right? I have a week in between these episodes and I get some sense of normalcy back in my life. Ne- and then I watch this and I go, this is ridiculous. No, this is what these peeps do and we are here for it. So they get to Salento. It looks very cool. It looks beautiful, colorful, very lively. Add this to the list of places mm-hmm. we need to go. And they get to their villa, which also looks awesome. Beautiful. It's got a balcony with a hammock on it that overlooks the mountains. Mm-hmm. Right? Sign Beautiful. us up. They change into their swimsuits to hit the hot tub because these two love having serious conversations in bodies of water. 
Seems like it. That's a good. That's a good point. <laughs> right. It's a good place when the tears are flowing. You might as well just be in water because you're gonna get wet. So there in the jacuzzi. Did you see the beautiful black dog? Just yeah, just a little middle cameo. Yeah, we're like, oh, that's a swell dog. That's a swell dog. <laughs> Did you see Mike traded in his Tamagotchi for a phone? He's now yes. translating yes. via phone. And it sounds much better. So good. I think we're like, this is going to be a serious conversation. Well, let's use the power of Google instead of whatever that egg translator is. So Mike asks, what happened to Harold, Stephen, and Juan David's fathers? And Jimena goes, well, we never lived together. There was no real relationship. I just got pregnant by them. Does Mike know that she got pregnant by, I think it was Harold Stevens' dad, while he was in prison, she just came over and banged it out. Put her legs against the glass or whatever she said, held her legs up. And here's sort of what's got to be even more troubling about this for Mike. Jimena just willy-nilly had children with whoever. Right. Mm -hmm. She admits we didn't live together. We had no relationship. I just got pregnant by them. So she had two kids with guys she had no relationship with. Mike is in a relationship with her, wants kids, and he's not going to get them. It's sad. It's It's just sad. So sad. Right. So Mike's like, okay, tell me more about these people. And Amanda says, well, I lived with a hitman. Right, she says it like she's saying what she wants to drink. She's like, yeah. I lived, lived with a hitman. Mike's like, wait, say what? You, you what? <laughs> and apparently he ordered, this hitman ordered Jimena to be killed and locked up. Yes, he said, okay, you have three days to enjoy, then I'm going to kill you. Mm. I would be like, uh, we need to go back to that Tamagotchi translator because this can't be right. Is this right? Am I hearing this right? And apparently he was a tattoo artist at first, but after a week living with him, she realized that he was a hitman. Yeah. So she gets this message, sends it to the police, and that's, I guess, the last she's heard of him. But she doesn't know if he's in prison and what's up with him. So Mike gets worried saying, okay, this is crazy. What if he comes for us? Yeah. Like, comes for you guys, comes for me. Like, what's going on? And Jimena says, nah, it's been two years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How long is his sentence? It's been two years. Mike should have listened to the toy store lady when she said, it's risky. It's risky. It's definitely risky. My eyes just fell out of my head. I was like, this is, this cannot be real. Oh, I love it so much. And I thought that her story about how she got pregnant with Harold Stephen was crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just when you think it can't get any crazier, there's another and episode. that's why I'm loving this season. Such a good season, guys. Knock, that's, knock, knock. That's the episode. Knock it. Let's hope it's good from start to finish. But, oh, man, I love this episode. I love talking about it. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you guys follow the podcast wherever you're listening. It's so easy to do. Just look down and smash that follow button. Guys, smashy like is as hot as this season Whoa. because it's on fire. Also, make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. We got merch if you want, MarriedToRealityPodcast.com. There's a button for the store. Check it out. And thank you, thank you, thank you for the reviews. It means so much to us. And we got another sweet review this week. So thank you for that, SC. We really appreciate it. If you haven't left the review, please do. Okay. I have said it all. If you said it all, 
I've said it absolutely Woo. all. All right. That means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.